0: Ladies and gentlemen, today's episode is brought to you by the Pittsburgh Steelers for beating the Patriots! Ha <laughs> Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Today on the show, of course, we've got to talk about all the football front from this weekend, including the start of the College Bowls. Uh, MLB free agency is kicking off, kind of. And of course, something crazy happened to beloved Chicago Blackhawks mascot, Tommy Hawk. Stick with us, friends, because sports, sports, sports starts now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast. I'm your host, Nick Drago, as I mentioned before. Now, if you're new to the show, first off, welcome. We love having new people. It's quite fun. Sit, come take a seat with us. Oh, we don't have a seat here. Never mind. Well, anyway, if you're new to the show, we like to give a quick and dirty recap of all the exciting stuff that happened in this week of the sports world while Uh, talking about what could possibly happen in the next. If you like what you hear, find us on SoundCloud, Facebook, YouTube, and oh, Twitter. Tweet, tweet. Yeah, find us on those things. You can always just type in at Sports, Sports, Sports with Nick Drago. That's me. And just hit that subscribe button. And you can enjoy all of our beautiful content, which all include me. So it's kind of a package deal. All right, this weekend, I basically did nothing, which was kind of awesome because I'm always doing something. So, you know, it was a nice, relaxing weekend, hung out at home, and uh, now I'm ready to talk about some sports. So, I suppose we can start with football from this week. The Chargers, unbelievable, last-second comeback to beat the Chiefs. This was on Thursday. They won 29-28, gave the Chiefs their third loss of the season. Phillip Rivers, 313 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, on Saturday, because this time of year we could play football on Saturday and it's fun. Well, NFL football at least. The Texans they get a win over my beloved Jets, twenty-nine to twenty-two. The Browns they beat the Broncos and eliminated from eliminated them from the possibility of getting to the playoffs, seventeen to sixteen. Case Keenum he had two hundred and fifty-seven yards, two picks, unfortunately. On to today's game. Right now, the Eagles are beating the Rams 3-0. I would not expect that to stand. The Ravens, they got a win over the Buccaneers 20-10. We'll talk quite a bit about the Ravens in a moment. The Redskins, they beat the Jaguars 16-13. to Not bad with Josh Johnson. 151 yards and a touchdown. Remember, they are basically out of quarterbacks right now. The Vikings get a forty-one point victory with their new offensive coordinator beating the Dolphins forty-one to seventeen. Yeah, very nice there. Uh, the Colts they got a huge win over the Cowboys twenty-three to nothing. That's right. The Cowboys laid a big old goose egg. Kind of sucks for them. <laughs> All right, the Bengals, they get beat the Raiders 30-16. to That was fun. The Bears, they clinch uh, their division for the first time since 2010. Congratulations, Bears. Oh, and they beat the Packers, which is even better for them. 24-17. They're now 10-4. The Bills get a win over the Lions, 14-13. Thank you, Bills. Uh, the Ravens, no, the Ravens. We talked about them. The Falcons, they get a win over the Cardinals, 40-14. 49ers with an overtime victory over the Seahawks, 26-23. to Nick Mullins, 275 yards and a touchdown. And then the Steelers, this was my favorite game to watch because Tom Brady just looked so, so bad. Oh, so bad, Tom. I don't know. He did have 279 yards on the touchdown, but really Jalen Samuels, the th- who would have been the third string running back? Not even, because if... If Le'Veon Bell actually played this season, he'd be number one. Connor at number two, and then you have Ridley at number three. But Jalen Samuels, he's really pushed his way up there, and he looks pretty good doing it. 142 yards today for the youngster. And then the Titans—they they, also—they gave gave the Giants a bit of a whoopin'. Not really. I mean, it was 17 nothing, but Eli just couldn't get anything together. Just an interception. He was 21 on four. He he completed 21 of 44 attempts. That's a big no-no, Eli. I know this isn't your first year in the league. You, you should know that. All right, looking at what the playoffs could potentially be if the season were to end right now. Granted, the season ends in two weeks, so this is the current uh, playoff format we have right now. The Chiefs are the number one team um, for the AFC. They're 11-3. and three. They play Seattle next week, so that could be a fun one. The Texans are right behind them, so they'll also get a bye. Then you have the Patriots at 9-4, Steelers at 7-5-1. The Chargers at 11-3. I really would not want to be the team that has to play the Chargers in the first round. Because the Chargers will most likely have a better record than both the Patriots and the Steelers. Um, and then right now, number six is the Ravens. Um, they're at 7-6, and six, but there's a few other teams that could really make that push. The Colts are also 7-6. and six. Right, you have the Dolphins at seven and seven, seven and seven. Uh, oh wait, no, this is there's all there's a few different kerfuffles here. The Ravens won today, so they are actually eight and six. The Colts won today, so they're also eight and six. Dolphins are seven and seven. Titans are eight and six. The Browns are seven seven and one, and the Broncos have no chance at this point. They're they're basically done. Um, and just to quickly revise. Two of those, the Steelers are now 8 5 and 1. So, just to do a little bit of revising there and save my own skin in the NFC, the New Orleans Saints they're 11 and 2. They've obviously clinched, so of the Rams, also 11 and 2. So, those two will be getting a buy, no doubt about it. Um, the Bears they're 9 and 4 at the moment, uh, 10 and 4. 10, they're 10 and 4, they beat the Packers. Cowboys are are 8 and 6, Seattle's 8 and 6, and then the Minnesota Vikings are 6 and 6. So the NFC not as many strong teams. You do have like the Panthers, the Eagles, the Redskins, who could possibly push, but realistically I don't think it's it's going to change much from here. So the Vikings is 7 and 6. I did say that, right? I really I I'm so so sorry everybody. I messed that up. All right, next week let's you know what? Let's listen, listen, stuff happens. All right. I was right. I fixed myself. We're all good. Whatever I say goes. All right. Let's talk about next week here before I absolutely lose my mind. Um, really, the there's not many good games next week. I'm going to be honest with you. We're getting games like Tennessee and Washington. Um, Baltimore and LA. Yeah, that could be fun. That's on Saturday. Um, Carolina, Atlanta. You know their division rivals. Now the big ones though are, are later on. You got Pittsburgh and New Orleans. I think that should be a that should be an exciting one, um, and it's a real ch- a, a real challenge for Pittsburgh if they want to get past Drew Brees, who has been phenomenal. Uh, and then you have Kansas City and Seattle. Seattle's still pushing for that last wild card spot. <laughs> Kansas City's basically already in, um, but I don't think they're going to want to lose two games in a row like that and be totally embarrassed. While we're on the subject of the Ravens, let, let's talk about them for a second. So, it was announced earlier this week, and by earlier this week, I mean literally like 12 hours ago, that they are planning to move on from Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, as you recall, as you recall, has been with the team since 2008. He's helped him win a Super Bowl. He's number 21 on the all-time passing leaders list. That's right. Had he played this full season, he would have passed Johnny Unitas. Now... Why is that why why would the Ravens move on from this guy? Well, he's kind of been on outs with them for the last few years. He's really not a super talented elite quarterback, but he is pretty high up there. I have to say he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league right now, but Lamar Jackson has gotten them. He's basically gotten them on this big winning streak. I think they're 3-1 since Lamar Jackson came in to take over as QB. And, and it's only because Joe Flacco is injured. He's basically getting Wally pipped right now. Um, the problem I have with this is that Lamar Jackson is a running quarterback. He's bullheaded. He's just going to go straight forward. Doesn't hand it off to his, to his other backs. Um, and realistically, a guy like that just doesn't last as long in the league. You know, they keep saying he has that it factor. They said the same thing about Tim Tebow and Johnny Manziel, and it didn't work. I think he's going to be good for now, but if he doesn't last more than two or three seasons, I'm going to be honest, I'll be surprised. He's already been injured twice this year in the last few weeks and had to leave the game, and luckily was able to come back and play. But, man, he's one bad hit away from From his teammate, RG3, who honestly, they should be like, hey, RG3, maybe talk to this guy about preserving himself. You know, now the two of them play each other. Although, if I'm Robert Griffin III, I'm not going to tell him that because I want the guy to get injured so that I have my shot. But that's a whole different rabbit hole. Anywho, there are a lot of teams out there who could use a decent quarterback. Joe Flacco may be it. Now, the Ravens said they're willing to trade him to whatever team he desires because, realistically, he, he is a hero for... For Baltimore. He did win a Super Bowl there. That's that's kind of a big deal. Um, but we'll see what happens with this guy where he ends up. Um we talked about Minnesota, we talked about oh yeah. In Pittsburgh, sports betters in Pittsburgh were putting more money on the Patriots today. Can you believe that? 90% of people in that town have have Steelers' jerseys, and yet they're Putting money down for the other team, so good on you, Pittsburgh. Good on you. All right, why don't we talk about some college stuff? So the bowls started this week, and you know I just love some of the most ridiculous bowl game, uh, bowl names out there. So Saturday, that was yesterday. Some of the uh, couple first couple of boring bowls started, but let's talk about them. You had the the Mitsubishi, the Mitsubishi, Mitsubishi Motors. Las Vegas Bowl. Guess where that one was played? Fresno State, their number twenty-one in the country, they beat Arizona State thirty-one to twenty. Poor ASU. The AutoNation Cure Bowl between Tulane and Louisiana. Tulane got the win, forty-one twenty-four. You had the Raycom Media Camellia Bowl with Eastern Michigan and uh, Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern just barely squeaked out that victory, twenty-three. To twenty-one, Middle Tennessee and Appalachian State faced off in the R plus L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Appalachian State got the win, forty-five to thirteen. And then the last one was the New Mexico Bowl pre- presented by Progressive. <laughs> um, <laughs> Utah State got the win over North Texas, fifty-two to thirteen. Tuesday we got the Cherubundi Boca Raton Bowl <laughs> with. Uh, UAB and Northern Illinois, and then on Wednesday, we got the DXL Fresco Bowl with San Diego State taking on Ohio. Thursday, on December 20th, you have the Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl between Marshall and South Florida, and then Friday is the Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl with Florida International and Toledo with the famous Idaho Potato Bowl Ooh, that sounds delicious, actually. Uh, that's going to be played with Western Michigan and BYU. And if we're going all the way to next Saturday, then uh, you have the Jared Birmingham Bowl with Memphis and Wake Forest, the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl with Houston and the Army, uh, the Dollar General Bowl between Buffalo and Troy, and then the SoFi Hawaii Bowl with Hawaii playing Louisiana Tech. And that's going to be in Aloha Stadium. And aloha to you as I send you off on a commercial break. I know, I know. I get tired, though. I can't keep talking and jabbing on forever. When we return, let's talk basketball and hockey. I think those are just, they're they're two sports and they happen. So let's talk about them. Sounds good. Sounds good to you. Sounds good to me. All right, that's what we're going to do. Folks, stick with us because sports, sports, sports will be right back. The ball. Oh look at this one! What a run! Lynch, still on his feet. Pass blockers now! He's dancing his way! Ball is officially upon us, friends. I hope you have your north faces and your PSLs ready, because you're gonna need them. I have to say both of those companies have really good branding. I mean who, who doesn't want that for their own company? We here at Sports, Sports, Sports are looking for the same like-minded companies who want to grow their brands by advertising through us. Want to be involved? It's easy. Just email us at sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Right now, we're offering free advertising on our show, so please shoot us a message and take advantage of this offer. Okay, that's all I have to say. Let's get back to the show. League MVP! Defensive player of the year. Now it's time to add to your resume. NBA champion. How does that sound? Man, I'm so, I'm so hyped right now. Anything's possible. Anything's possible! Alright, welcome back. Let's talk about some basketball. That's the game where you take a little orange ball. Well, it's a little bigger than that, maybe. Like, this big? This big? I don't know. Take a big orange ball and you put it in one of those hoopy things. So, this weekend, the Magic. They beat the Jazz 96 to 89. Lakers got a big win, 128 to 100 over the Hornets. In that game, LeBron James and Lonzo Ball had triple doubles. That is, that's a pretty nice feat, and, and it's kind of cool because um not only are they f- the first pair of teammates to have a triple double since 2007 but um lebron james used to be he was the youngest person to have a triple double in a game and then last year Lonzo ball became the youngest to have a triple double in a game so i don't know it's kind of a little fun back and forth the pistons they beat the celtics those poor celtics just can't do anything this year 113 to 104 the rockets finally getting a win 105 to 97 over the grizzlies Bulls get a win, 98-93, over the Spurs. They're still having a lot of coaching problems. Hopefully that gets figured out. The Thunder, they beat the Clippers, 110-104. And then the Suns get a win, 107-99, over the Timberwolves. Today's games, the Nets had 144 points. Not bad for the Nets. 32 of those points came from D'Angelo Russell, who I think the Lakers are kicking themselves for getting rid of. Uh, the 144 to 127, that was over the Hawks. Pacers beat the Knicks 110 over 99. The Wizards, they got a win 128 over 110 over the Lakers. Uh, the Mavericks are actually losing at the moment to the Kings, but they're in the third, uh, so still plenty of time left. The Heat, they're beating the Pelicans 81 to 71 at this moment, as the fourth quarter is just about to begin. Still a couple of seconds left in the in the third. 76ers over the Cavaliers. This game was today. 128-105. Uh, ben Simmons, he had a triple, double, 22 points, 11 rebounds, 14 assists. Good work for the Sixers. And then the Nuggets are just barely beating the Raptors. Now, this is a good game. You have number one and number one in each conference facing off against each other. It's a real test for the Nuggets and the Raptors at the same time. Why? The Nuggets, nobody expected them to be number one this year. So anytime they beat a major team like this, it's a big deal. For the Raptors, they play in the notably terrible East, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, so beating a, one of the best teams in the West is a big deal for them right now. So realistically, whoever wins, it's, it's going to certainly establish them as one of the top teams in the league. Unless it ends up being like just a really close game. Um, While well, we're on the subject of the top teams, let's look at the standings. Like I said, the Raptors are number one in the East. You have the Bucks right behind them in 19-9. The Pacers 20 and 10. The 76ers at 20 and 11, um, and then the Celtics at 18 and 11. I should note the Pacers have won seven straight games, or eight and two in their last 10. Now, after that 11, 18, 11 from the Celtics, you drop to number six, and that's where there's a bit, a bit of a divide. So you go from 18-11 to the Pistons, who are 14 and 13. Now remember, the Pistons did just beat the Celtics yesterday. Uh, the Hornets 14 and 15, and the Magic 14 and 15. So two potential playoff teams with a losing record. Love that. Then you have the Heat at 12 and 16, the Nets at 13 and 18, and the Wizards at 11 and 18. Those are the teams that you know could push themselves into the playoffs. And then you have the Knicks, Bulls, Cavaliers, and Hawks, which are still in single digits for wins. Moving on to the West, like I said, Nuggets are number one. They're they're nineteen and nine. They are actually, they're not tied because they have a better win percentage, but they're kind of tied with the Golden State Warriors, who are twenty and ten. Then you have OKC. They're eighteen and ten. The Lakers are eighteen and eleven. The Clippers are seventeen and eleven. I should note the Clippers have lost their last three games. That's not good. Lakers, meanwhile, they're seven and three for their last ten. They're pushing their way up there. The Mavericks, they're at fifteen and twelve. The Grizzlies at sixteen and thirteen, and the Trailblazers are also at sixteen and thirteen. And then you have the Kings, Pelicans, Spurs, Rockets, Utah Jazz, and then that's pretty much it. Trying to push their way. Oh, well, even the Timberwolves are trying to push their way up. And then all the way at the bottom, you get the Phoenix Suns at six and twenty-four. They're just hanging out there with their negative 10 differential, just like the Hawks in the East. Good on you, Suns. They'll probably end up with the top draft pick this year. Um, hey, and the Knicks could end up with the top five. I'll take that. <clears throat> Washington Wizards, while yeah, we're on the subject of the Suns, the Washington Wizards and the Suns made a little deal this week. The Suns end up with uh, – the Suns end up trading – uh, Trevor Ariza, who, if you recall, we were talking about this last week, that the Lakers were really pushing for this guy, and he ends up going to, to Washington. So the Wizards are getting rid of Kelly Oubre Jr. and Austin Rivers. Both of them will be heading to the West. Austin Rivers, if you recall, was the wasn't the guy, but he was a guy over in uh, the, with the Clippers where his dad was the coach. So now he. Uh, Still playing in the league. He's still surviving without daddy. He's out in Arizona. Um, All right, let's talk hockey. Because you know what? If we're going from a big orange basketball going into a hoop, let's go with a little disc into a net on some ice, right? The Penguins, they get an overtime victory over the Kings. They've won two straight. Phil Kessel getting them the OT win. And that pushed them into third place. If you remember a few weeks ago, they were in sixth. They were not looking like playoff potential. Now they're up there. The Flames, they beat the Wilds 2-1 on Saturday. The Canadians, 5-2 over the Senators. The Maple Leafs fall to the Panthers in overtime. That is a bad loss. Barkoff, completes the hat trick in that overtime victory. Islanders they get a win over the Red Wings in a shootout. The Capitals get a shootout win over the Sabres. The Ducks, they fall to the... No, I'm sorry, the Ducks... Beat the Blue Jackets in overtime, two to one. Predators beat the Devils in a shootout, two to one shootout. City and the Avalanche they get a win over the Stars. Plus the Canucks with a big win over the Flyers. That's the uh, the local team here in Philadelphia. The Flyers are in dead last. Okay, the Bruins they are currently losing to the Sabers with a couple minutes to go in the third period. It's three to two. Jeff Skinner he scored very recently so. Good work for the Bruins. I mean, it's so for the Sabers. ha. Ah. the Blackhawks. They are currently winning over the Sharks, three to two in the first period. Lightning winning right now over the Jets, one nothing in the first. Uh, Oilers and Canucks played tonight, and then some of the games that have already ended today. The Flames beat the Blues, seven to two. They continue looking hot. And then the Hurricanes. They outlast the Coyotes, three nothing. Shut them out. And then the Rangers fall to the Golden Knights. Viva Las Vegas, four to three. That was in overtime. Mark Andre Fleury, once again, embarrassing. Henrik Lundqvist. Looking at the standings right now, we'll start in the Atlantic, where the Tampa Bay Lightning have won eight straight games. They're nine, and they've won nine of their last ten. They have fifty-one points. After them, you have the Maple Leafs at 44, the Sabres at 43. And the Sabres, they were in first place just two weeks ago, and then now they're starting to drop. They're kind of stabilizing here in third. And then um, you have the Canadians and the Bruins, 39 and 38 apiece. And uh, if the season were to end today, those would be your two wild card teams. For the Metro, Capitals, the Blue Jackets, and the Penguins. Capitals at 43, the Blue Jackets at 37 and the penguins with 36 after that's the islanders with 34 hurricanes 33 and rangers with 33 this division is so close right now let me put it this way only two teams in in the metropolitan division have a winning record in their last 10 games do you know who they are i'll give you a second to figure it out all right that's too long all right the capitals capitals are eight and two and the penguins are seven three and one after that, not a single other team in the Metropolitan has a winning record in their last 10 games. So take that, other teams. In the Central, the Predators are, have 45 points, the Jets at 44, and the Avalanche at 42. Uh, moving on to the Pacific, you have the Flames at 46, the Ducks at 41, and the Golden Knights at 40. They're pushing themselves into that playoff spot. They're not first place, but you know what? They're pretty close. That They were a team that uh, we were not expecting to even make the playoffs again this year, and yet they have. Sharks have 39 points, and the Oilers have 39 points. That would make them your two wild card teams. Now, can we please talk about Tommy Hawk? Are you not familiar with Tommy Hawk? It's not Tony Hawk, totally different dude. Different sport too. Tommy Hawk is the mascot for the Chicago Blackhawks. Apparently he's also a bit of a bruiser. Footage was shown of him at the game on, uh, I think this was on Friday. A fan came up to him, started attacking him, and Tommy Hawk proceeded to body slam the guy and then get a good couple punches in before dragging him into the team store. I have to say, it was very entertaining. First off, the guy who came up to him was 5'5", five, 160 pounds. The police think he's between the ages of 18 and 20, but they have yet to identify him. If you're 5'5", five, five 160, you're not going after a guy like Tommy Hawk. Clearly, this gentleman is deranged in some way, shape, or form. Either way, he got beat up by a mascot, and everyone saw it, and it was awesome. Uh, the Blackhawks said they're still investigating the manor. The, um... The team is not quite sure what's going on yet. Um, I don't think they're going to... I don't. What, what are they going to do? Suspend Tommy Hawk? I mean, is this like when Mr. Met gave the middle finger to fans? Probably not. Um, so, should be exciting to see. And uh, we'll keep you posted on that story as it occurs. But why don't we take another one of those commercial breaks? It's been fun so far. But, man, we got to talk about this baseball thing because love baseball, and uh, free agency is heating up very shortly, and then we'll wrap up the show. What do you think? You like it? I love it. Keep with us. Sports, sports, sports. We will be right back. 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 Mission, great awareness, tremendous God-given ability. Are your briefs too stretchy? Well, now they don't have to be with stiff pants. Now with only 45% chance of impotence. Okay, that's a pretty bad advertisement. You know what would work better here though? Your own ad. Nick Drago here again, offering you a piece of the action right here, right now. Best part is it could be anything you want it to be. No, wait, that's not the best part. How could I forget the best part? The best part is I'm offering free ad space. So, if you have a product you want me to endorse, please email us at sports3xpodcast@gmail.com. At it won't cost you a dime, and I'll be waiting patiently at my computer. Kevin Miller, right back ahead, it's DeBress with a step. DeBress trying to get a right oh! oh! Watch Gardner; he pivots inside. Gets himself out of position. DeBrusque is able to get it to the forehand, and that's a nasty goal. And welcome back to the show. Let's talk a little baseball, all right? The winter meetings just ended, and usually that's when we really get some big trades, news, something. This year, we really didn't get much. Um, the big the big thing that happened was the Yankees signed J.A. App to, to a two-year deal. That was basically it. Machado hasn't signed, and Harper hasn't signed. However, the rumor mill is churning like crazy about those two players. Let's start with Bryce Harper, where it's been reported that apparently Bryce Harper may already have a deal in place with the Dodgers and they haven't announced it yet. I really hope this one's not true, but it very well could be. Putting one of the best players in the game on one of the best teams in the game, Dodgers and Angels, Mike Trout on one side and Bryce Harper on the other. You know what? That story kind of writes itself. Dodgers have the money, and they don't care about going over the luxury tax. So it very well could be that the Dodgers have signed this guy. But we'll have to wait and see. Manny Machado apparently came out and said that his top free agent target would be to play for the Yankees. But the Yankees, while they want Machado, don't want to pay for Machado. Machado's looking for like a $300,000 deal, and the Yankees... Even though they have all the money in the world, want to stay below that luxury tax line, and so I don't know if they're really going to pay him 300000 but I don't know. We'll see how it is. While we're on the subject of luxury tax, the Red Sox, they're <laughs> owing $12 million in luxury tax. I guess that's uh, what you get when you win the World Series. Um, keeping, keeping our eyes on Machado though, the White Sox are also one of the big names to land him. Uh, but even they say they have their limits. He's asking for a ton of money. Granted, he's 26 years old, so we'll we'll see what happens. He definitely deserves it. Um, the other team involved is the Phillies who are willing to throw as much money as humanly possible to some of these players and nobody wants to go play for them just yet. They have some young talent, but it's not quite there. Yeah. The Mets, they made a big uh, big move today, signing Wilson Ramos to a two-year deal worth $19 million. Ramos uh, was uh, playing with the Phillies last season, so now he's going to jump ship. He's 31 years old. He had 3.06 between the Phillies and the Rays last year. 15 home runs, 7 ribbies. Not a bad move for the Mets, although they were going for JT Real Muto uh, from the Marlins. And now that's all up in the air because originally the Braves were pushing hard for him, but now they're out of that sweepstakes. The Mets are out of that sweepstakes. So I don't know who the Marlins are going to trade with now, but I'm sure they're going to find somebody. But the problem is they're asking prices too high. I mean, realistically, they got barely nothing for Giancarlo Stanton last year, and now they're suddenly asking for the farm with, with Real mudo. I mean, come on, guys. You can't do that. All right, well, I think that's all that I have for the show today. Did you enjoy yourselves? I enjoyed myself. Of course, I got to give a special thanks to all those Facebook warriors out there, including Mary Kay Albert, Lois Butler, Jorge Pajares, Joe Colabro. Those are the usual ones. Uh, Gary Albert, J.R. Albert, my mom, Lori Drago. Thanks, Mom. And, uh, And, of course... The logo designer and content editor of our show, Johanna Drago. She's my wife and believe it or not, she sometimes does some good work for the show. Mostly just making me sound like a normal human being. Um, special thanks to Josh Woodward, who, uh, is the person who allows us to use his song, Golden Sunrise for our theme song. A link to his website can be found in the show notes. Uh, once again, thanks to everyone involved with the show this week. Could not have done it without you. Uh, unfortunately, my fantasy season is over, but our soccer analyst Timothy Nunzig, agent Timothy Brownbear, Bear, could very well be in the finals. So cheer him on while I cry deeply into a pillow tonight. If you would like to send us an email with some comments, questions, concerns, you can email us sports 3 Podcast at gmail.com yeah let me say that again sports 3x podcast at gmail.com now find us on twitter soundcloud youtube tweet comment share email whatever you want to do just let us know that you're out there and listening we love to hear from their fa- from our fans and we love to comment on all the ridiculous things that our fans love to say so please Leave us some comments. Like I said, just type sports, sports, sports with Nick Drago into wherever search bars are found. You should find us. Just look for that blue background with the little star. It's cute. It's adorable. Anywho, uh, I'm tired as usual and that's basically how these shows end is I'm either tired or hungry. This this week both. Neither. I don't care. Christmas is around the corner. So next week bust out your Christmas cookies and your stockings because Sam is coming. All right, that was awkward. All right, friends, thanks for stopping by. Clearly, I need to go have a drink or something. Thank you, and have a good night.